Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Take Back My Brain. I am your host, Lori Hammer. And today I have an amazing guest with me. His name is Jeff Hoyt. He is a detox specialist and he has a passion for radically changing people's health. And I'm so excited to have this talk. So those of you who have listened to me in the past, you know, I love detox. I do detox with my, with all of my clients. And I have learned so much in the last like six weeks from this man. And I'm just so honored that he's taken time to jump on the podcast with me and talking detox and answering my questions. So you're going to be blessed. So welcome, Jeff. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, glad to be here. Thanks for having me, Lori. I'm excited to get into this. I am too. This is really great. So I want to start off by saying, um, let's define what detox is and what it's not. Because there's so many misnomers out there. People come like, oh yeah, I've done so many liver detoxes. And then they tell me what they've done. I'm like, all you did was move toxins around and get like the poop out. So let's start. How would you define like true detox? Sure. And I I think there are, yeah, there, I think there are different definitions for me. Well, first off, we're all detoxing to some extent every day, right? Natural detox abilities. And if everything is working properly, whatever comes in our body is leaving our body. Now in a perfect world, that's great, but we're not living in a perfect world. When our body becomes overburdened with these toxic elements, our body has to kind of figure out what to do from there. So I think there's, so first of all, cleansing, I think there's juice cleanses, there's various products and they can be helpful. But when I say detox, I'm talking about removing toxic elements like heavy metals that are stored in organs or tissue. Got it. So, so really deep in the body. Like a deep level detox. So I have, I have a theory on kind of three levels of detox. Okay. I think there's three, three types of detox or levels one, two, and three. And that's also three ways the body stores metals. So you have a level one, which is kind of circulating metals. Level two is tissue and level three is deep tissue. Or okay. Organs. So just as a scenario, let's say I'm exposed to mercury, a higher, you know, a decent amount of mercury. And immediately my body goes to work because this is a toxic element and the body doesn't want it in there. My body goes to work to try to remove it. Now, if my body's detox, natural detox functions aren't working optimally, or there was just too much mercury for my body to handle, whatever it can't excrete right away, just through, you know, kidneys, liver, skin, whatever, the body has to do something with, because as long as it's floating around and it's in level one, right? When it enters, right? Circulation. When it's in level one, it's causing a lot of stress on the body because it's being attacked by the immune system and the body's trying to process it. And the body can't, there's only a certain amount it can handle. So it tries to get rid of some, then whatever is left over, the body has to do something with, I think it puts it into level two and that's going to be general tissue. And at that point, the body kind of keeps it there as a, like a holding cell or a holding Mm -hmm. storage unit. And ideally if level one toxicity gets reduced and the body kind of regains control, it will then release the level two mercury back into level one and the body will get rid of it. Okay. Now, if we continue to be exposed to toxic elements or the body just doesn't want to release level two back into level one for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and level two starts building up as we're continuing to be exposed, I'm continuing to be exposed with metals and other toxic elements, then the metals have to go somewhere else. So there's basically a threshold for level one circulation. If that gets full, the body pushes it into level two, which is general tissue. If that gets full, it has to go somewhere else. And I think that's level three deep storage. And that's going to be the deeply stored metals and toxic elements and organs primarily. And at that point, I think it becomes more difficult to detox because the body gets comfortable with these metals and other elements in tissue because it gets afraid. Basically it gets scared that if it tries to remove them from tissue and push them back into circulation to excrete from the body, it could become too stressful and can cause some short-term issues. And you have to consider that the body's primary focus is short-term survival over right. long-term thrival. So the body would prefer to have something like mercury actually stored in your brain where it is toxic and could be causing cognitive decline, opposed to having it floating around where your immune system is actively fighting it, resulting in a ton of inflammation and stress on the body. Yeah. So yeah, totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's why when people do cleanses and a lot of detox protocols, they're doing a good job of cleaning out level one because, you know, cleansing things. And sometimes that results in a little bit deeper level, but really the key 
to detox or the deep level tissue and organs detox is for the body to naturally release these toxic elements from the fat cells and push them out of the body itself. And that's kind of what I've discovered is that no, how, no matter how strong the supplement or the chelator or the cleanse is, if your body does not want to let go of the toxic element, it will not let go. And that's generally from just a self-preservation uh, technique. And the healthier you are, the more likely you are to detox. The sicker you are, or the more complex your health challenge, the less likely your body is to naturally release these things because it's prioritizing other things instead. Right. So the hierarchy of everything. So if you have an autoimmune condition, your body is less likely to detox in an active flare. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Because there, there's yeah. really a certain so much stress of... on the body. Yeah. And I, I consider stress anything that makes the body work harder than normal to stay balanced. Right. Or even like a car accident, like your body's not going to be able to detox during, a, you know, recovering from a car accident or a hip replacement or, you know, something of that, that nature. Um, I know some people think, oh, it's a great time to detox because I'm off of work. Well, no, you're recovering. And so your body's, you know, not, it can't handle that, that stress. So, right. Yeah. There's a certain amount of energy the body has to deal with everything going on. And generally these stored metals and toxins are not the priority because there's a natural storage bin for them, which is fat. Some of these other more immediate threats, the body can't do anything with, they have to deal with it. That's why detox often gets pushed to the side and the body says, I'll deal with it later. It just often never gets to that point. And we just continue accumulating these toxic elements over time until we resolve the underlying health condition. Right. So is like there, is there ever an end to detoxing? It's, well, the goal is to get your body to the point where one, it can, everything that's coming in is leaving with okay. no accumulation and two, having so much energy that the body feels comfortable releasing what it has in storage to get out. And that's, I found that to be very rare just because the body gets comfortable with these things in the fat and it just doesn't want to take the risk, especially if you've gone on a detox protocol in the past and it resulted in stress. I kind of call it detox PTSD. I think the body remembers that. <laughs> the yeah. body remembers it. And then when you try to go in a detox protocol again, the body says, not going to happen. I don't want to let any of these things go because last time it was too detrimental. Yeah. Gosh, that makes so much sense, Jeff. It's like, you know, your body's been imprinted with that negativity and, and it's just a memory there, you know, in all your cells. And they're like, yeah, no, we're just going to hang on to it. Yeah. No, that's so good. So how do you, how do you get past that? So we know that we have heavy metals in us. We know we got this garbage. Like you did some testing on me, you know, clearly there's some, you know, lead in there. There's some aluminum. I don't want that in there. So my lifestyle is really healthy. Um, you know, I do what I feel like everything I can to, or, you know, a lot of things that I can to maintain my health. So how do I get my body to the place where it can actually let go of those toxins that I don't want in there? Yeah. And it, it's just, it's just harder than people think. And that's, that's the, a lot of people say, well, I'm eating healthy. I'm eating clean. I'm doing, I'm, I'm not using toxic cookware and all these things, but really, even if there was a couple year period where, where when you weren't as healthy as you could have been, then mm -hmm. you could have accumulated metals that whole time. And then they're just stuck there. And then it really takes some additional support to help get these things out. So I think it's, it takes encouragement to allow the body to start releasing. And what I found is the zeolite product, uh, zeocharge is what really is what I found to be most effective at helping people get to that point. Now, Which, yeah, that's amazing. Go ahead. Just back to just on detox really quickly. A lot of people, when they have a complex health issue, get tested and they have high levels of heavy metals on pretty much everyone. Sure. And a lot of people assume that that's what's making them sick, mm. which is partly true, but a lot of times they actually have the high level of heavy metals because of another underlying issue. Because if their body was prioritizing something else for years, whether that was just a mental emotion stressor, you know, chronic Lyme or mycotoxins or what, you know, like you said, an accident, something else, then all the toxic elements they were exposed to might've been going straight to storage accumulation. So it's not necessarily that the metals made them sick to begin with, but they might have the heavy metals and other toxins because of some other line, underlying condition. But now the toxic elements are a contributing factor. So it's kind right, of right, and they're not going to get better until those toxic elements come out. So yeah. then you're stuck on this hamster wheel going around and around and around. Yeah, so, yeah. And I tell people, sure. and, it's, and it's really not helpful. They don't. People don't like it when I say it, but I say the key to an effect an effective detox is getting healthy. 
right? Because the goal is to get your body healthy enough to naturally detox on its own. But right. of course, the key to getting healthy sometimes is an effective detox. So it's kind of, it's, it's more than just taking one supplement and saying, you know, this is going to detox my body because that's, you know, most of these products say, you look at the marketing claims and it's like, oh, I just need one drop of this and it's going to clear everything out of my body in a month or, yeah. you know, that's just not how it works. No, there's no magic bullet whatsoever. And, and it takes a long time. Like detox is not a fast process. I mean, when you've had mental, physical, and emotional stressors for however many years, you know, you, you start up your, your detox bucket, you know, has been overflowing for so long. You have to stop the flow and then you have to reduce it. And it takes a long time. I get, I was so frustrated. Like when you were doing my test, I'm thinking, how can I still have all of this in my body when I've been doing all that I've been doing for all these years? And, um, and, 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 and to me, it affirms that there's just, you know, I just need to keep actively doing things and examining where, where are my stressors that are still not allowing my body to let go of this stuff. So I think, I think yeah. it's key. Um, so your detox, um, quote unquote remedy or go to what you've developed is amazing. So I want you to share that with my listeners. And I want my listeners to know that I don't promote a product unless I'm like, this is the bomb you know? And so I'm telling you, I, I'm really impressed because I've, what I've been on this, what a month now, Jeff. And I, which I realize isn't a long time. People are listening like that's not a very long time, but you don't understand. I've been detoxing for a really long time. And I get, when I do a really heavy metal brain detox cycle, I still struggle. And I've been doing this with Jeff for a month and I feel phenomenal on this detox cycle. Like I've never felt this good before. So tell us what, what you have and why it works. Sure. So the product is called Zeo Charge and mm -hmm. it's a, it's a zeolite product. So zeolite is a natural mineral with a negative charge that binds to toxic, positively charged elements in your body. So it's, I call it a detox magnet. It basically goes in and this is a powder you stir with water and mix in a smoothie. It goes in and starts attracting heavy metals, excess ammonia, mycotoxins, um, excess histamine, radioactive materials like cesium and strontium. And in fact, zeolite was used during the Chernobyl nuclear disaster to help clean up the environment from ra leftover radioactive materials. Wow. Um, it's, been, it's been studied for water filtration and various things. So it has, a, it has a binding effect to a number of toxic elements, also glyphosate, which is a huge one. So that is lots huge. of these it's huge. There's just so many. That's why I like zeolite because one, it's a broad spectrum binder where it's grabbing all these sorts of toxic elements, but really what sets it apart from some of the other binders and chelators is that it's a smart binder or mm -hmm. a selective binder, meaning it's not going after your essential nutrients. Okay. So that's why you can take it at, even at high doses. And while you're removing these toxic elements, it's not binding to your essential minerals and nutrients. And we can prove that through a case studies program that we did. Right. So you're saying it's not binding to magnesium and zinc and calcium. It's only going after the toxic elements, correct? Yeah. yeah. Basically, how which that is, works. is key. Yeah. It, how that works, because people say, how does it know how to do that? That sounds like a marketing scam. Basically, zeolite has naturally occurring electrolytes in its, it's a cage-like structure. So it looks like a honeycomb cage. And inside of that cage, it has magnesium, potassium, sodium, calcium, electrolytes. And then when it comes across a toxic element, that it likes better, which is gen generally a heavier element, it trades what it has for what it prefers. Mm -hmm. So if it comes across another essential mineral, it just leaves it alone because it already has the minerals that it prefers. But if it kind of say it comes across mercury, it trades the magnesium for the mercury. Right. That's why it's selective. It's pretty cool. That is cool. And then it's leaving you magnesium in your body, which is amazing. Yep. So yeah. in very, very small amounts, but it, yeah. it, can, it does seem to help help people remineralize. I think it's less about the minerals present in the zeolite and it's more about removing the toxic mm -hmm. metals that are competing for space in the cells with minerals. So then the minerals you're getting from food are now naturally starting to absorb when before they weren't absorbing because the metals were blocking the absorption. Right, right. So I want to back up just a step because we've kind of thrown out some terms and stuff here. And if anybody's my client listing or you've heard me talk before, like I'm always big on binders, right? So if you're in a detox, you have to have binders and a binder is basically a thing that sops up um, toxins, right? And so if you don't have something that sops up toxin, you're going to get the recycling. 
Well, not all binders are created equal. And so that's why, you know, we're talking here about this very specifically formulated zeolite because not all zeolites are created equal as well. And so I would love for you to get into that too. Why is that so important? Because I've used other zeolite products in the past and some of them were better than others, absolutely for sure. And there's one I've been using for a long time in particular um, and, you know, from a credible source, but this is even different than that. And I love for you to go into that because it, it makes a big difference. Sure. And that, that's a really important key because zeolite, first of all, zeolite is a class of mineral. So there's okay. a number of types of naturally occurring zeolites and they're not all safe. And some of them, there are concerns. So first off, you want to look for the form of zeolite called clinoptilolite. And that's the form that's been studied to be safe for human consumption. Right. So that's number one. And really with zeolite supplements, there's two things to consider, two main things to consider. One is the quality and two is the quantity. So you okay. want to get the right product and you want to get it at the right dose. And that's going to be your key to a successful um, zeolite detox. So with zeolite, there's, there's really a great variation among products on the market. One, because zeolite is used for commercial applications. So there are zeolite mines of, around where they mine this stuff just very cheaply, they kind of cut corners. It's not designed for human health. So it's not clean. They use a milling process, which crushes the cage to reduce the particle oh, size, mm -hmm. the, the micronization, which the more reputable companies, reputable companies use, which is a slicing motion, all sorts of things. Um, so a lot of them aren't clean. They're contaminated with heavy metals, with diesel, with mycotoxins, with all these things. So that's the first thing. Now, a lot of the products in the market are not great, but a lot of them are in terms of quality. And once you have a quality product, you want to make sure you're getting it at the right dose. Right. And that's kind of what, what I discovered. I came up with what I call the higher dose theory of zeolite. But basically from observation a number of years ago, I found that people that took a, high, took a low dose of zeolite often experienced the traditional detox reactions right. associated with detox like headaches, irritability, nausea, joint pain, whatever people are prone to. But those same individuals, when they ended up taking a much higher dose, actually had reduced or no detox symptoms at all. Mm -hmm. And then I just kind of went with that and developed a theory around it. And um, basically the theory is 10 milligrams of zeolite is more likely to cause a detox reaction than 10,000 milligrams. Which so blows it's not my like mind. Just, yeah. It's not just taking a little bit more because that could make you worse. You, you want to take a lot more. Right. So the problem with a lot of the products in the market is people try to microdose them because they want to start with a low dose and work their way up. As Go low can... and slow. Yep. That's right. what we've always taught. Go low and slow. Yep. yep. And that's great with most things, but with zeolite, I recommend starting with a high dose and working your way down. Okay. So basically the, so what, ha what you really want, because when you take a little bit, it only takes a little bit of zeolite to get in there and stir stuff up. And when you stir stuff up, it's a stressful experience on your body. And a lot of times you can actually become more toxic when detoxing. That's another thing It's called retoxing. So when you have, just for an example, you take a little bit of zeolite and it breaks open a biofilm, which is just kind of this cluster of toxic elements that's just in mm -hmm. level one circulation. And let's say you grab to a little bit of lead and you're removing that from the body, but now you're, you're exposed to all these toxic elements that just broke out of the biofilm. If you didn't have enough extra zeolite to stop all that stuff up, now you're getting these detox reactions like the headaches and you're actually insert in level one, you have more toxicity than you did before you started. Mm. Now, long-term, it could still be helpful because you're getting little bits of things out at a time. But if that becomes a very stressful, like if you're getting symptoms, it's a stressful detox. Right. And at that point, you're really not going to be detoxing the deep level tissue and organs because you have to remove effectively level one toxicity to make room for the body to start naturally releasing the level two and three metals and toxins. Could you also be potentially driving those deeper into the deeper tissues? Like if you were in level two and you had the stressful event and your body couldn't release from level two, could you just, could you be pushing them into the, that level three? Yeah. yeah, you could actually be getting worse. A lot of people, I think when they go on detox protocols, it actually makes them more toxic because they go in and they start storing stuff up, but their body can't handle it. Mm -hmm. So if your body's already at kind of max capacity of what it can handle on a daily basis, and then you go in and start to try to detox and you just push all these toxins into circulation, 
your body can't handle it. So they start floating around. They start making you feel terrible because your body's attacking it. Then your body just pushes them back into storage. Gotcha. And then whatever you're exposed to that day, just from your daily dose of toxins, maybe your body could normally get most of those out. Maybe now those are going into storage too, because your body's just under attack. So yeah, a lot of times, especially if you're having prolonged detox reactions, you're, you could potentially be making yourself more toxic. So when you detox, you don't want to feel anything or you want to feel better. A detox okay. reaction, in my opinion, is not a sign that the protocol is working. It's a sign that your body can't handle the process and it's going to be a very inefficient detox. Yeah. Cause some people are too sick to detox. Like I have people that have never detoxed because they're still so sick. Um, so it kind of actually blows my mind that a high dose would make somebody feel so much better that that wouldn't be stressful. I mean, I understand, you know, as I processed it, you know, you know, the last few weeks, I understand that, but it still sort of blows my mind. Like, cause I, you know, we, what did we, we went over like what I was taking as far as, you know, the, the liquid zeolite that I was taking compared to, I'm taking the super mega dose of, of the, yeah, of the zeocharge. And go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to mention the dose that just for, for, so people understand what we're talking about, the liquids, like the one you were taking is around three milligrams per serving, right? A little Mm -hmm. bit less, sometimes a little bit more. What you're taking right now is 30,000 milligrams per dose. Yeah. So that's 10,000 times the amount of zeolite that you're taking opposed to what you were doing with the liquid. Yeah. And I really haven't had any detox symptoms. There was a couple of days in there where there's some other things going on in my life. And I'm like, I feel kind of off and funny. So I took more and those symptoms went away. Um, so, you know, just cause I had a hard time believing you, Jeff, I honestly did. I was like, I don't, I don't know, but okay, this makes sense, but yet I'm still not sure. And, um, I will tell you my detox, my toxicity in my gut, cause I've been working on my gut for 25 years. Right. And I've never had anything that has shifted my gut health in the last month. Like this has shifted. Like I don't, I go every single day and I've, for my listeners, you're just going to have to bear with me here because we talk about poop sometimes. We're going to talk about poop for a second, just so you know what I've experienced, because I've never had anything that has profoundly changed my stool. So things have gotten better, gotten worse, you know, kind of here and there, but my poop is always floated, which means my poop is toxic, right? And so I'm not digesting fats really well, or I have excess things from a disrupted microbiome, whatever it might be. So there's toxins in my poop and I've never been able to fix it. So but within three days, my poop has floated every day for the last six weeks, or it hasn't floated at all for the last six weeks, which yeah. is a big deal. And my gut feels, um, this is the best. I, I don't ever remember my gut feeling this good. That's amazing. Thanks for sharing. I mean, we just got to talk about poop sometime. It's just, we do, right? Cause it, there's so much going on there. I want to talk about poop sometime. So I don't know if this is a conversation for that one, but maybe that's another one, but right, so, no, but it's, it's not uncommon. And I mean, that's one of the main things people will, will realize. Maybe we should get into some of the benefits of zeolite. Yeah, but let's one- do that. I think that's great because um, so many people are detoxing. They're detoxing with like chlorella and other substances and stuff. And those are all fine, but they're not, they're not going to reach the deep tissue stuff for one. And they, they're not really good binders. They're going to let go of things and you're going to recycle a lot of toxins and you don't want to take those at high doses because that's not the goal. Um, yeah. So yeah, let's, let's talk about some benefits to doing detox this way, because um, it does simplify things a bit, for sure. Sure. So yeah, and that's that's a good key to reiterate. It, the the higher dose theory does not apply to other binders, and right. other detox agents definitely don't try it, and don't try it with liquid no. zeolites either, because there's a threshold that has to be passed. So this is only really applying to zeo charge because that it's it's unique in general with the particle size arrangement and all sorts of things. So it may not work with other types of zeolite powder. Just keep that in mind. Um, so dosing with CO charge is important. That's key. Number one. The other thing is that an inefficient detox, if you're getting symptoms, it's an inefficient detox and you're not really detoxing very well, if that's the case, and you might be detoxing for a couple of weeks, but then your body's going to shut down its natural detox functions because the process is too uh, stressful and you stop detoxing. So in order to really get an effective detox, it has to be an efficient and gentle detox. So that's key. All right. So there's, yeah, the chlorella and all the other things that are potentially causing stress on the body have some benefit short term, but if they are causing more stress, 
then is being reduced, not ideal. And maybe I should go over this, the weekly thing I've shown you before. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's do that. So those of you who are on the podcast, if you maybe want to jump over to YouTube or something to see this piece of it, um, that might be beneficial, but Jeff's going to show us how the body cycles detoxing based on an oligo scan, which he does in his office. Um, and this is what he's been testing on me. I've had it done twice with him now, and it's just super interesting. So go ahead and share, share this. Yeah. I just want to show this really quick because it'll help people visualize kind of what I've been saying, how the body is, but the body's in control of detox. If it doesn't want to remove metals, it's not going to. And if you're exposed to another stressor, your body stops prioritizing detox to focus on that stress. Sure. That's what we're going to see here. So this is the illegal scan. This is, I tested this individual four different times over a month. So every seven days to see how he was processing metals. Now he was taking zero supplements, 73 years old, relatively healthy. All he was doing was taking zeocharge at 10 grams per day, which is two rounded scoops. So 10 grams, two scoops of zeocharge. And this is after seven days. First off, you can tell that he has mercury and silver high and aluminum, but he's had the silver amalgam fillings in his mouth for probably 50 years. And everyone that has those in their mouth or has had them has high levels of mercury and silver because it just gets stuck in tissue and it never goes anywhere. So even though he wasn't symptomatic, he was still had accumulation of these things there, which you, I mean, you want to get him out if you can. Now, after one week, you can see the, the baseline test was gray. One week later was color below. So you can see how the metals are actually a tiny bit higher, which indicates that they're coming out of deep storage and they're coming into the hand. So the hand is kind of what I would consider level two general tissue. That's the baseline. When something rises, it indicates it's coming out of a deeper level and coming into level two, which is what you want because it means the body's processing it to get it out of the body. So that's pretty cool. The body's pushing. So this is what I consider detox, right? Deep mm -hmm. level, level three detox. It also shows that on his own, his body wasn't doing anything. It just had these metals stuck there for 50 years. Sure. It was going to leave. It was never going to let him go. He's not getting any younger. Um, it was leaving him. Now, after one week with the support of zero charge, he's detoxing. Okay. So then we have to ask ourselves, we just dislodged mercury that's been stuck for years. What did that do to his body? Now, mm -hmm. he never experienced any symptoms the whole time. I will say that. Wow. You can look at his vitamins and his vitamins are actually improving after seven days. So he's, re so he's reducing the total stress load on his body. His body doesn't have to use up its resources as quickly, which is why the vitamins are improving. That's and amazing. then we'll go to week, we'll go to week two, also week two real quick. Now we can see the metals are even higher. So right, the metals were creeping out a little bit. Yeah. Now they're even higher. So his body's continuing to dump these metals out of organs for excretion, which is fantastic. He's still not feeling anything, not better, not worse. But now look at his vitamins. They're even better. So his wow. vitamins are continuing to improve. Now, zeolite does not contain vitamins. It's not a vitamin supplement, but if the body's under stress, whether that could be the metals or just any other stress, it has to use up its resources more rapidly to stay balanced. Mm -hmm. So the zeocharge was going in and removing some sort of stress, whether it was just the mercury or was, you know, whatever else it was, the body was able to retain its vitamins. So That's pretty awesome. cool. Look at that vitamin D. This is yeah. in January, right? This is Iowa. In January, he's not taking a vitamin D supplement. And he's mm -hmm. not in the sun. His vitamin D is skyrocketing because the vitamin D in the tissue generally will not rise unless you remove the toxicity that's keeping it low. Right. And how many, how many times have you and I as practitioners like tried to get people's vitamin D up and their body just wasn't able because they were so toxic, right? Right. And sometimes it'll, it'll raise in the blood on a blood test because the sure. vitamin D is there in circulation when you consume the supplement but that doesn't mean it's getting into the tissue. So a lot of people have high vitamin D in the blood and low in the tissue because they're building it up in the blood, trying to force it to the cell. It's just not getting there. Right. So what Absolutely. you're measuring here on this test, so people understand it, this isn't blood, this is tissue. And those are very different. Yeah. I never, sorry, I didn't explain that. So yeah, we're measuring the metals of all these elements in the tissue of your hand. Okay. So opposed to a blood test or urine or hair that are circulatory or excretionary tests. This is actually a tissue level, which is incredible. So that's mm -hmm. important. Thanks for that. That is yeah. very important. Yeah. Okay. So two weeks we're detoxing. Here's what I want to show you though. And also the minerals are balancing, but 
he had previously a high zinc copper ratio, mm -hmm. which indicates some sort of uh, in, infection. inflammatory immune. Yeah. yeah, yeah, either an infection or something that's causing an immune or an inflammatory response. Mm -hmm. And on the first week, it was improving a touch. On the second week, it's improving more. So his immune system is calming down as he's taking zeocharge, which we'll get into in the benefits. But he's that's detoxing. Right. Everything is great. Now, week three happens. And his body completely stopped detoxing. Wow. So he reported that his son ended up getting pretty sick with something. He was coughing, sneezing, all those symptoms. And he was around the son. And first thing to note is this individual, 73 years old, never experienced any negative symptoms. Really? But no symptoms at all. But you could tell that he was his body was exposed to some sort of toxin that was causing stress. And you can tell that one his immune system was reactivated. Oh, so yeah, look at that. Work. Two, all of his vitamins started tanking. So his uh -huh. body had to use up these vitamins to fight something. And three, he stopped detoxing. So before the metals, right, they're going up. They're going up, they're going up more. And now they're going down because his body stopped releasing them from deep storage, so mm -hmm. organs, and it went to a cleanup phase. Now he's still taking the zeocharge, so it's still binding to things and helping remove them. But it just shows you that it's not about just the zeolite's just direct ability to grab onto metals. It's about the body's natural ability or willingness to release. Now, when he was exposed to this infection or whatever it may have been, his body had to prioritize that. It had to use its resources. It had to activate its immune system. So it said, I don't have enough energy to both detox and work on the infection. So I'm going to stop detoxing and start working on the infection. Right, right. And then the next week, you can see that he's now starting to detox again. So his metals are now starting to creep up again after his body dealt with the other threat yeah. and the vitamins are improving again. Now, right. it's interesting that he never experienced symptoms. If he wasn't on the zeocharge at all, it's very likely that he would have experienced symptoms because he didn't wouldn't have built up that nice vitamin reserve mm -hmm. to begin with. So he had the resources to fight it. But the main reason of this is just showing the body detoxes at, it, at its own pace. If it's exposed to other stressors, it won't detox. So if someone is battling chronic Lyme or constantly exposed to mycotoxins or some sort of chronic stressor that's making their body use additional resources every day to stay balanced, it's just not going to be detoxing because mm -hmm. it's using its resources for something else. So that's what okay. I wanted to share. So if somebody does have a chronic infection, you know, say like Lyme or Epstein-Barr or a huge autoimmune flare, like MS or something like that. Um, then why would they still want to take zeocharge if they're not able to detox? Right. So, and that's, so one, it's when you have any sort of microbial imbalance, you generally have a lot of toxicity, right? As, right. Because there, you, when you have one thing, you almost have everything and that's, so whatever you test for, you end up having, and you really want to address as many things as possible. So a lot of people that have Lyme, for example, will take zeocharge and it's very helpful. Not that it's directly going in and killing Lyme. That's not what it's designed to do. But a lot of times with Lyme and other microbial in infections, it's the toxins released by the microbes that are actually causing the symptoms and not the microbes themselves. So, yeah. themselves. so for example, with Lyme, Lyme produces, and so does Candida and a number of other things, mm -hmm. it produces ammonia, which is mm -hmm. a toxic byproduct. And when that accumulates in the body, it's very toxic. It can go to the brain and cause brain fog and it's neurotoxic. So that's why they, you know, Lyme brain, as they call right. it, a lot of right. times it's caused by ammonia and zeolite has a very strong bond to ammonia. And I think that's one of the reasons a lot of people feel so good when they go on it is because they have things like ammonia and other toxic waste products from, from these bugs or just waste products from the own body. Things yeah. like excess, I mean, the body produces ammonia as well as a meta, as a metabolic waste product. And if your liver's not working properly, which a lot of times it's not when you have these increased levels of toxicity, the liver can't properly convert the ammonia to its byproduct urea. And then you get the buildup of ammonia. That's where the zeolite can come in and be very helpful. If your kidneys aren't working properly, you can get a buildup of urea, which is also toxic. And zeolite also binds to urea. So there's all wow. these things. So, so just in talk from talk, a toxicity perspective, I say there's kind of, um, I call it your daily dose and that's mm -hmm. your externally, your external exposure to toxins, food, water, air, 
makeup, camera, all that. And then you've yeah. got your internal production. And most people overlook the internally produced toxins, but most of the toxic elements we're exposed to daily are actually produced within our own bodies. Sure, sure. So in a healthy person, they're leaving, no problem, because the body's working on it. But if your detox po- pathways are impaired or you're dealing with other stressors, your body doesn't have enough energy to deal with them. You get a buildup of internally produced toxins like ammonia, urea, and then you start generating additional toxic elements like free radicals and excess histamine because the body just can't keep up. And then we have this negative uh, snowball effect. Right, right. So you're, so am I hearing you say that it may not be detoxing heavy metals because your body's too overburdened at the moment to get rid of those heavy metals, but it is mopping up other things that really need to help, help take that burden off your body so that your immune system isn't overreacting so much um, and those types of things. Is that what you're saying? Well, well, a lot of times actually it, it, it usually does detox people, even when they're dealing with the other things, because okay. it's so wide spectrum, just because at it, because it removes so many toxic elements that the bodily body generally still starts removing these deeply stored metals. Sometimes it doesn't, but either way, if you're just binding, so I say binding is level one detox, right? Grabbing mm-hmm. what's floating around and then detox is level two and three, but it's always going to be binding. So okay. just from the binding perspective and removing things that are floating around, it really, I call, it calms the storm in the body. So it right. reduces inflammation, it calms the immune system, all these things. And that just puts the body in a better position to start fighting the other things. So a lot of times it can help the immune system take back control and start naturally killing the yeast and the microbes and expelling the parasites. And then at that point, the body often starts naturally dumping the other metals with it. Sometimes it just takes a few months. So for example, there was a lady that was kind of hesitant to start the zeocharge because she's been very, she's very sensitive to detox, has had issues in the past. She's worked with a number of functional medicine practitioners for chronic Lyme, for mycotoxin illness, for other things, and been on very good protocols, including cholestyramine and ultra binder and all sorts of stuff. Right. But when she went on zeocharge and she's 105 pounds and she went on six scoops, that's 30 grams, the high Mm -hmm. dose right away. And after three days, kind of like with your digestion, but after three days for her, she had this issue with chronic eye puffiness that had been there for years. It had never gone away, even with all the other protocols. And it left after three days. Wow. And then then she would continue for a few weeks, went off of it. The puffiness came back. Then she went on it. The puffiness went away and she's been on it for five months. Now the puffiness never came back again because she's staying on it. But the point is for her. It, it was really more of a binding effect opposed to detox. And I have her illegal scan reports too, where the first two months it was straight binding. Her metals were reducing, her uh-huh. vitamins and metals were improving, but she wasn't really getting that deep level detox. And then on month three, her body just started dumping all sorts of metals and that, so she didn't even really start detoxing until month three. Wow. And that's, that's after amazing. doing various protocols with top functional medicine practitioners. Yeah. But the point is, it's very difficult to detox. And most people that think they're detoxing are not. Yeah. But for her, in her case, all she did differently was add the zero charge and she started detoxing. It just took her a couple of months, even yeah. without Lyme stuff. I would say when you, when you did my second test for me, like all of my metals went down. So I was binding and I don't know, maybe that's what I'm still doing. I have no idea, but you know, to your point was, I am a practitioner. I am a functional practitioner. I've been doing all these protocols forever and my body's still, still going through a binding phase. So, and I would say, um, I'm really glad that I found this product because when I, oh gosh, three years ago, we had mold in our house and it was in our bedroom and I couldn't find it because it was like stuck in the back of the closet that, you know, behind my husband's clothes. And I never saw it until I cleaned the closet one day. And I had been really, really sick with respiratory stuff. And it took me months to get over that. And then we had recently um, kind of an ongoing issue in our bathroom with mold. And then everything was taken out of the bathroom. So we could still like all of a sudden all this stuff was released and it was a lot worse than what we thought. And we had everything fogged and that kind of stuff. But I didn't get sick at all. Like I got a little bit tired. I could feel it, but I didn't, I didn't get anything respiratory or anything like that. Like I did before it was, it was incredible. So the binding capacity of that was, was amazing during this whole time. So. Yeah. And that, and that's really, so the binding, that's really what it is, right? It's a binder. It's just mm-hmm. that it's such an effective binder that it can result in detox. Yeah. And I think that's a key where we have to kind of discuss the liquids and other detox agents, which claim that their claim to fame is that they're 
they're going in and removing toxic elements from the organs or brain. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the challenge because that's usually not what's happening. Now, and why first is off, that have, happening? Yeah, go ahead. So we have to distinguish between detox in a healthy individual and someone that's has a complex issue. So for example, it, you could you could give the same thing to 10 people, three of them detox, seven of them don't detox. Sure. So if you were just exposed to mercury or you're a coal miner or something where you just, you're, you've been poisoned, you take a chelator or some of these natural agents, they go in and they're able to grab these things from the tissue, no problem. If you've bioaccumulated mercury or something else over 20, 30, however many years, your body your body at this point doesn't want to let go of them. Then when you take that same detox agent, it won't let go. So things like synthetic chelators, even the ones that are incredibly strong that cross the blood brain barrier and can remove mercury in a healthy person, they work great. If you're not as healthy and your body doesn't want to let go, even in those individuals, the body will not let go of the mercury because your body's retention of metals is always stronger than anything you can take. And that's why just the ability to cross the blood brain barrier or to enter cell membranes is not the most important key because that doesn't mean you're actually going to be detoxing. The key is really having such an effective binder that you're removing so much toxicity from level one that your body says, I now have room to release level two and three toxins. Because if right. you just take a super small, like a nano zeolite and it does go to the brain or it goes to another cell membrane, but you've not addressed all the toxins in the gut and you're at max capacity there, your body's not going to let anything go because oh, it's not going to be able to handle saying. anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And the other thing is most of these things go through the gut before they get to the bloodstream for a full body detox. And they're all going to be used up in the gut on level one toxicity. So they're never even going to make it to the tissue organs or the brain as, as proposed. Now, maybe with the liposomal formula, as it's bypassing digestion, it's going to be able to do so, but we still have the issue of not clearing out level one toxicity. So that's really the problem with the liquid zeolites, not that they're not good quality, but that they're just such a low dose that they're not able to offer an efficient detox and clean up enough stuff to sure. get the body naturally detoxing on its own. Right. So the difference between the zeocharge and the, and the, the high quality liquid zeolites is, is the zeocharge is, is getting to level one, boom, just like that, because it's going through the gut. And as it's clearing up those level one toxins, then your body's sort of like cascading down, you know, the other toxins as it's able. That's what I think's happening. I mean, honestly, if the other zeolites that claim they're making it to the tissues, zeocharge would do that too. Mm -hmm. I just don't know if that's actually what happened. It doesn't, what, I don't know, but I'm not really that concerned because I know it's offering a full body detox because we can see from our case studies that it's removing tissue level metals. Right. So it's right. definitely going beyond the gut, but whether that's directly binding to things in tissue or if it's indirectly allowing the body to dump the metals, I'm not sure, but either way, it's a full body detox. But zeocharge is a combination of particle sizes that combine the liquid zeolites and the powders. Because okay. most powdered zeolites are large particle sizes that are designed to stay in the gut and act as a GI binder. Right. And then the liquids are generally smaller particle sizes. Now, first I'll say 95% of the liquids are the same as the big powders and there's just nothing in them and they're kind of marketing scams. That's it is what it is. There's just nothing in them. Now, the more reputable ones, like the ones you've taken, and there's a few reputable right. brands of liquids, they've taken the zeolite, making it much smaller, and they refer to it as nano-sized or just smaller so it can offer a full body detox. And right. there's benefits to both the powders and liquids. So zeocharge is a combination of both. We've got the sub one micron, really small particle sizes that are for a full body detox. And then we've also got the larger particle sizes that stay in the gut. So that's another reason it's less likely to cause the reaction because you've got the gut and the full body. But either way, with that or a liquid, if you don't bind everything in the gut that's currently floating around, you're never going to get to the other levels. That's why the higher dose is so important. Because of the higher... You have to have, you have, to have enough to bind up every single... So let's say you have 10,000 units of toxicity in your gut. You have to take you know 10,000 10, milligrams of zeolite. So that's like 10,000 little zeolite soldier, soldiers to bind to all of those. Now mm -hmm. you have to take 15,000 milligrams of zeolite to get to anything else. Cause you have sure. to basically, and, and the level one toxins are generally regenerative. And that's the problem. You could be taking a zeolite or other chelator or other detox agent for 30 years and never actually detoxing. Because if you're only working on your daily dose of toxins, 
they regenerate because you're continually continuously exposed and your body's continuing to produce the toxins every day with the ammonia, the urea, the free Got radicals, it. histamine, the microbial waste products. So if you only take enough of, enough of a detox agent like zeolite to sop those things up, while it's greatly beneficial and it can make you feel much better because it's a strong binder, it might not be ever detoxing your full body. Right. So you're getting benefit. You're just not getting the deep full benefit that you really want to get. Yeah. You're binding. You're not detoxing. Oh, that makes sense. Got it. Got it. And so does everybody need this? (laughs) It's well, what I tell people is living in the 21st century, we've all got a detox. That's what I tell people too. I'm like, yeah, everybody's like, well, isn't everybody toxic? I'm like, yeah, everybody is toxic and everybody needs to detox, which is why I do what I do. Yeah. Food, water, air is contaminated. I tell people we're not going to be, we're not going to stay healthy by accident anymore. We have to take control of our health. Yeah. You can't even do the 80, 20 rule. Like 80% of your life is super healthy. 20%. Yeah. You can have McDonald's and, you know, have beer on the weekend. You're like, you really can't, you know, and everybody's body is so different. You know, I have so many, I have a a young lady who's got, you know, sisters and she hasn't been able to, to get pregnant yet. And her sisters have a whole bunch of kids already. And she's like, why? I'm like, I think it has to do with toxicity, but she's like, I was in the same house as them. Right. And this and that. And I'm like, yeah, but your genetics are just a little bit different enough. Your body's just a little bit different enough. I mean, people handle toxins differently. Right. And that's just, that's a great point. It's just God designed the body to be amazing. Right. Right. So all of the things, the body's natural responses are all self-preservation. Mm-hmm. So not getting pregnant a lot of time, I mean, there's can be other issues, but a lot of times it can be a toxicity issue where the body is not allowing itself to get pregnant because it would, the, the, the lady would not it's be able to carry much. through the pregnancy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and, and that's why the body won't detox if, if you're not healthy enough, because it's all self-preservation and the body's prioritizing things. Right. So it's all by design. It's fantastic. We just have to understand these things on a deeper level where, and a lot of it does come down to detox because whether the toxicity was the initial issue, because we're all exposed to toxins, right? Mm-hmm. We could all use a detox or it was another issue that resulted in an increased accumulation of toxins. Either mm-hmm. way, we should be detoxing. Some people just need it more than others. It's all based on your natural detox capacity, your current health. And what I tell people is the healthier you are, the less you need. Right. So like with low charge, for example, if you have a more complex issue, you want to start with the higher dose like potentially six scoops. And then you can work your way down to a lower dose as you peel off the layers of the onion and you become less toxic. And then you can maintain if you choose to do so on just one scoop a day. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, that's so amazing. Our bodies are so incredible, Jeff. Just, But it, even the healthy people, like w- with that individual, I showed you the four tests. Yeah. No symptoms, healthy. He still had all that mercury yeah. in his body and his body was not processing it without the assistance of the zeocharge. Right. So every single person will benefit from zero charge. It's just a matter of, are they symptomatic? Are they going to feel better or not? And there's, you know, almost half the, it just depends on the symptoms, but when you're detoxing deeply stored stuff, you really don't want to feel anything. Feeling right. worse is an inefficient detox. Feeling better is a bonus. Feeling nothing means it's great. Your body's handling it. If you're feeling better within the first day or two, which a lot of times happens or three or four days, it's because of the binding effect where your body couldn't even keep up with the daily exposure of toxic elements. And mm. now you've come in and you've just given the body an assist and you've calmed down the immune system. That's the main benefit I think of zeocharge is immune system regulation. Because if you have mycotoxins and all these other toxic yeah. elements floating around, your immune system is chronically stimulated. When your immune system is stimulated, that equals inflammation. And then when you have chronic inflammation, you have all these lingering issues autoimmunity, various things. So calming the immune system is foundational. And I found zeocharge to be probably the most effective thing at doing that if toxicity is a factor in the immune reaction. Right. Which generally it is. So generally it is. Yeah. <laughs> can't, we can't say always, but generally, generally it is for sure. So well, even, that, even, go ahead. I was just going to say the pe- what to expect because everyone wants to say, when am I going to yeah. feel better? How long, how long do I need to be on it? All that. If you're someone that's currently very symptomatic, it you may start feeling better right away. If you're someone that's not, it might take a few months. It just depends on where the toxicity is in your body, what it's contributing to, how fast it's going to work. Some people don't feel better for three months. 
or four. So don't give up on it right away if you don't feel better on the first day. It just depends on what it's working on. Yeah. Um, but the people that generally get really good results are those dealing with mycotoxin illness, like or someone that is definitely toxic, like with breast implant illness mm-hmm. or something where there's just an increased level of toxicity, someone with mast cell activation syndrome or some issue where they're just, their body's just kind of out of control with the immune system. Yeah. Lyme as well. A lot of those people feel better right away. And then people that are just looking for longevity and to remove these toxic elements from organs to prevent organ degeneration over time. Yeah. You really don't want to feel anything. Right. <laughs> Sometimes right. there's some expected benefits, but it doesn't mean it's not working. It's just what is your goal? Are you using it for symptoms management? Are you using it for deep level detox binding? What are you using it for? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd love to touch on a point if you have a few more minutes. Um sure. you were saying it, it it'll bind to glyphosate. So we know that it binds to heavy metals and, and other toxins, but because I live in Iowa, because my husband's a farmer, I have um supremely interested in glyphosate toxicity because I see it in so many of my clients and I can tell, I always call it glyphosate season, you know, here in Iowa. Um, I can tell, you know, when there's a lot of that being sprayed, it's not just glyphosate, it's atrazine and and all that other garbage. And um, I would think that this is super helpful for it, but does it have a hierarchy? Like, will it prioritize glyphosate over heavy metals? Or like in those seasons, you know, I'm thinking of all the farmers around here, like if they took that during that time, you know, how much better that they would feel, you know, cause I, I can see my husband come home and I, he doesn't think he's any different, but we can tell in the family that there's definitely something going on. And I really believe it's a toxic exposure. Yeah. And that, that's a good, a really good point because zeolite does have a different level of attraction to different toxic elements. So it's just another reason why it's always better to err on the side of a higher dose to get to all the layers of the onion. Now, I don't know exactly the direct binding capacity of glyphosate versus some of the other things. And there's more factors than just direct binding capacity as well. It's, is the glyphosate attached to a biofilm? Glyphosate chelates to aluminum. So a lot of times in the body, you have aluminum attached to glyphosate and then it can pass the gut and cause all sorts of issues. But I've often yeah. wondered if you have high, high aluminum, does that mean that you might have high glyphosate too? Yep. You know? yep. Yeah. So it, so that when it comes to toxicity, I say there's really three things to consider. The level of the toxins, you want to reduce as much as possible. You want to reduce the synergistic effects of the toxins because when you combine various metals and toxic elements, they become synergistically more dangerous. Right. So removing one helps with everything. And then third is the immune reactivity, just your personal sensitivity to the, to the, react, to the metals and stuff. There's all sorts of things to consider, but, um, with, with, with glyphosate, I am actually unaware of human studies with zeolite removing glyphosate. So we are going to be conducting one Awesome. where we're at, but it definitely has a binding capacity to glyphosate because that's been shown for like water filtration studies. And with zeolite, this is an important key as well. It binds to a lot of things directly, but there's also an indirect detox effect. So for example, it can help protect against fluoride toxicity and can reduce stored fluoride in the body. And it doesn't have a binding capacity at all to fluoride. So it has to be a direct and indirect mechanism. Right, right. I think what happens is as you clear up so much stuff from circulation, your body just indiscriminately dumps all sorts of toxins all at once for your body to clean up. Some of them the zeolite's going to bind to, some of them not as much, um, but it's just an indirect at that effect. So that's the nice thing. I think really zeocharge can help detox almost anything that your body's willing to detox just because it's op not only is it binding, but it's optimizing the body's natural detox capacity. Wow. Wow. So can you put zeolite in a water filter? There, yeah, it, zeolite is used in water filtration units. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's used for a lot of purposes. I mean, even uh in animal feed too for, to clean up the mycotoxin. So it's been shown to bind to aflatoxins, ochratoxin A. It's used to bind to nitrates. So back to the Iowa and farming, right? So it binds right. to nitrate uh, and then ammonia, another one. So it reduces actually the the odor of farm animals in their in their um, bowel movements because really? it binds to some the methane gas. It binds to methane. Oh, um, well, there, there we have a green initiative right there. Yeah, no, it's it's been studied actually for that kind of as, yeah, it's it binds to a lot of like those gases and, and various things. It's it's just really interesting, but it, it all does that without binding to essential nutrients which we improve, right? So we, we yeah. can, even at high doses, it improves vitamins generally and improves minerals, but it's all about the dose 
Because when you take liquid zeolites or many other things, even if they don't directly bind to nutrients, if they're resulting in a stressful experience on your body, that will naturally deplete mineral and vitamin levels. So it's not just about the direct effect. You have to consider what is happening when you take whatever detox supplement. If it's a stressful experience, your body's going to have to use more resources. Your vitamins are depleted. Now you're more likely to get sick. You have less defense systems. And then you get redistribution of metals, which then pushes out the essential minerals. Right, so that's right. another thing to be careful of. Um, let me just mention really quickly on the dosing, because we're talking about direct affinity. Right. And this is one reason why the higher dose is actually gentler than the low dose. So let's say the zeolite cage comes in and it grabs onto, it's got the magnesium in the cage, right? It grabs onto some mercury and it swapped the, the magnesium for the mercury. So now the mercury's in the cage. It's not going to drop the mercury, but it can swap again. It's unlimited swaps until it leaves the body. So if the zeolite with the mercury now comes across and it's dislodged this mercury from wherever it was hiding, right? Okay. So the mercury wasn't really causing an issue short term, but now it is. Uh, well, it isn't now because it's in the zeolite cage. But then right. if it comes across lead, it's strong. It's more attracted to lead than mercury zeolite. Oh. It'll trade the mercury for lead. Now, now you have free floating mercury around occupied with lead. Now, if you didn't take enough zeolite, that mercury, the body has to deal with it on its own. Now you've got the symptoms through redistribution. If you took a bunch of extra zeolite, you've got little extra zeolite cages available to bind to what was released. Wow. So that's the key, right? You want to bind to basically everything floating around and have extra zeolite cages available in circulation to capture anything that gets dumped in to level one circulation through the detox process. And that could be through lymphatic uh, biofilm disruption, lymph flow, and you know, you know, histamine release, free radical, any sort of issue caused by the detox, detox stress, I call it. You yeah. want a bunch of zeolite particles available to grab it all up so you don't get the reaction. That's really cool. That's amazing. Oh my gosh, this is such a great conversation. We're gonna have to come back and do this, do some more of this because we've hit like an hour and I could keep talking. So um, thank you so much, Jeff. I really, really appreciate it. Do you want to leave um, the listeners with any parting words? I would say if you're going to try it, ZeoCharge, I would, I would encourage everyone to try it for one. And yes. if, if you choose to do so, I would say the most important thing is getting the right dose. So don't start with a tiny bit if, if you're sensitive. because I mean, you can if you want, but just be aware you're probably going to get a reaction if you've reacted in the past. A lot of people do start with a sip. And they get terrible reactions. And then the next day they take the full glass and they get no reactions. Right. It's very common. So it just, you know, shows you. So when you take it, the key is you don't want a reaction. If you experience a negative reaction, take more, not less. So if you start with one scoop and you get a headache, the next day do two scoops. Right. If you still get a headache, the next day do four scoops. Now, if you're more sensitive and you want to play it safe, just start straight on the six scoops per day and work your way down. And if there's 30 scoops per container, so keep that in mind, if you're going to do two scoops a day, which is a great starting dose, then do you need two jars for the month. For the so month. keep that in mind. We've also got the ultimate zeolite experience, which is a 20 pack. And that goes over that you take six scoops the first day, the first month, every day, five scoops every day, the second month, four, three, two. So that just is the theory that healthier you get, the less you need. It's also important to take it all at once. Don't split it up throughout the day because we found that the key is to get enough zeolite on each dose, opposed to just sipping it throughout the day, splitting it up. So we yeah. found that, and there's exceptions, but that's what we found to be most effective. So basically, if you're gonna try it, um, I'd say just see how it goes. And if you get a reaction, take more, and then see if the reaction goes away, and then reach yeah. out. And to you, can, you can put it in your drink. Um, you don't have to do it with just water, because it does taste like chalk. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. I put it's it in chocolate. my protein drink, it tastes fantastic. I mean, I really can't taste it. I put it in yogurt, it's, it's fine. So it's chalky. It's, it doesn't have a taste, but it has a texture. It does have the texture. Yeah. yeah. It's the best textured by far. It's the best textured zeolite powder on the market. Most I of them are. So. Yes. I can attest to that. Yes. Yeah. This one is smooth. So you can, you can mix it. Like you said, with food, it can be heated up because it's a volcanic mineral. You can yeah. actually mix hot bone broth or with a hot beverage. If you, for whatever reason, wanted to do so you can bake with it. Oh. So if you want children to take it, you could bake it into gluten-free muffins or whatever you're trying to bake. And any way you can get it down, you can take it with food. You can take it away from food. You can take it at night, in the morning. There's going to be benefits to all of those things. 
Um, so just, just any way you can get it down, go for it. Awesome. This has been a phenomenal conversation. I love it. Oh my goodness. I'll have in the show notes for everybody. Um, you can order off of Jeff's website. What is it called? Zeolitelabs.com. Zeolitelabs.com. And if you use my name, Lori Hammer, you get 10% off of the Zeo charge and whatever else you order on his website too. It's all amazing. So thank you so much, Jeff. I appreciate your knowledge. You've definitely changed my health and how I look at detox that I've been doing forever. Like you've shifted my paradigm a bit. So I, I appreciate you. So absolutely. I appreciate what you're doing and yeah. happy to be here. This is awesome. Well, thank you all for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Be happy and be healthy and have a great day.